0: G'day, I'm Mark Glasbrook from Migration Solutions, and you're about to listen to our first ever, our inaugural podcast, Australian Migration Unplugged. Sit back, relax, let us know what you think. Enjoy. G'day, I'm Mark Glasbrook. I've been in the migration industry for over 20 years, a registered migration agent. Um, For 20 years this year, Migration Solutions celebrated our 20th year anniversary. Uh, To be a migration agent, you need to be registered with the Migration Agents Registration Authority. And we're designing this podcast to talk about everything that's immigration.
1: What might that include?
0: Everything that's immigration, (laughs) which is student visas, parent visas, partner visas, which is spouse applications, appeals, cancellations. That's appeals to the Administrative Appeals Tribunal, ministerial intervention applications, we'll be talking to business and industry about the economic importance of migration to, uh, to Australia, to the national economy, and also to regional economies and communities.
1: It's going to be more than that. Surely it's going to be something personal or... Well, like, there must be so many stories that you hear of, of migrants and businesses that have really thrived.
0: Well, yeah, we'll go into the um, the personal nature of the immigration program and what it means and some of the challenges and there's a lot of success stories, but there's also a lot of unsuccessful stories where people will contact us and want assistance with a visa application and they're following their personal journeys through that process. And it's always nice to see someone when the visa is approved, because quite often that's the first time you'll see a person smiling after years and years and years of heartache and, and trouble and confusion and desperation so we can look at that's really what you see with skilled visas which is the general skilled migration program or employer sponsored visas there are quite a lot of different types of visas and that's something that a lot of people don't understand is what the immigration program actually involves there's different visas for sports people there's different visas for entertainers there's different visas for people that come here and work on movies and actors and Post-production. There's different visas for doctors and dentists and nurses and electricians and plumbers and parents and children and adopted children and. Uh, well,
1: will it talk about like problems that businesses have in getting the right staff? Because with the COVID pandemic at the moment, there's a lot of problem in accessing. Yeah, to yeah, the right
0: the, yes, there is. So when I said we'll talk about everything, yeah, we'll talk about everything. everything. So businesses do face <laughs> a lot of challenges and. Closed Borders is, is having a massive impact on fruit picking and farming and agriculture and horticulture and food processing and manufacturing. You name it. Uh, a whole... Sounds a bit
1: like a Dr Seuss novel. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that could be a slogan. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: you know, you, you go into so many industries are uh, uh, negatively affected by international border closures at the moment because international students would do a lot of work. They could only work twenty hours a week or forty hours a fortnight, so they'd be spending a lot of time working in aged care and disability care. International students would also spend a lot of money on on living and their consumption expenditure and increased demand for goods and services. They'd be shopping in our local shops and going out to our local karaoke bars or going to the casino.
1: So that's the kind of reality you're talking about, the program will cover?
0: Yeah, absolutely. If we look at um, the impact that a lot of businesses are facing in regional Australia due to no backpackers and they can't find people to work on farms. So it's been really interesting to see a bit of a change in the perception of migration moving away from, you know, we don't want migrants coming here because they're taking our jobs to more of, wow, actually, those migrants weren't so bad after all. They're out there doing the jobs that a lot of people don't want to do.
1: Or, not, or aren't qualified or skilled in, because experience plays a part, doesn't
0: it? Oh, look, absolutely. And you know, when we have a look at employer-sponsored migration or migration as a way to address current and future workforce needs, the primacy of the Australian workforce will always come first. We always have an Australian first mentality or a strategy. But what happens when we can't find enough people with the skills and qualifications and work experience which is required? We can't have someone that's a high school leaver today and, and have them working at Samory curing cancer tomorrow. You know, there, there's a lot of people that come in from overseas and they're doing very valuable and important work throughout our economy and our community. And migrants coming into the country create jobs. Every, every person that comes here has to live in a house or drive a car or shop at Coles or Woolies or Audi or buy a TV. There's a lot of economic value that a lot of people just don't understand. Anyway, that's part of what we'll be talking about. So as I said, this is the first time we've done anything like this. We do a lot of social media, a lot of Facebook and LinkedIn and videos on successful visa outcomes. We've done a lot of research in the past to try and persuade the government when it comes to immigration reform. We do a lot of advocacy work trying to assist a lot of people, but this is going to be a a new program talking about really behind the scenes, what happens throughout the immigration application process. How do people feel? What process do they go through? What are the challenges that they face? What are the beneficial outcomes? We'll go back and meet up with some of the people that we've assisted over the last 20 years and have a look at where are they now? What are they doing? What did getting permanent residency in Australia mean to them and their families and what have they been able to achieve? So it's going to be great. It's
1: going to be great. Stay tuned, I suppose. Yeah, so
0: thanks, Lyndall, for uh, helping us set this up. And Tina's helping us behind the scenes as well. And I hope everyone enjoys it. And if you've got any questions, feel free to send them through. Any comments, I'm sure we'll get some uh, positive comments and a lot of negative comments. That's uh, part and parcel. It is controversial, yeah, controversial. And immigration's very emotive. It's like dogs and cats. Some people like dogs and <laughs> hate cats. And it's sort of like immigration. A lot of people don't like immigration. I don't think they know why they don't like it, they just don't like it. They don't understand the full economic benefits, I guess, and, and the cultural vitality and the melting pot that immigration brings to the country. And Apart from Indigenous Australians, we're all, we're all migrants, first generation, second generation, third, fourth or fifth. So it really surprises me that some people, even recent arrivals to Australia, people that we've helped get residency will say, we don't want migration. We don't want migrants coming here. It's like, well, hang on, we just helped you get a visa. Um, You were a migrant yourself. So we'll talk about all of those things and it will be quite controversial at times. We'll be talking about government policy, the way that policy is designed and developed and whether it's beneficial, whether it's a short-term view or a long-term view. If we look at the Skilled Migration Program now, The federal government appears to have gone in a highly skilled approach. They want people that have got lots of super skills because they'll earn more money and pay more tax. So that's a better long term financial benefit for the federal government because they're getting more tax. But what they're not looking at is the immediate workforce challenges of business and key industry sectors in regional Australia.
1: So we've tried to have a brief introduction to the episode and we're now edging towards 10 minutes. Well, I guess, so. that's,
0: I guess that's something that uh, anyone that's listening or will listen to this podcast series will learn about me. Is, that's right.
1: Once you unplug you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned yeah. for Migration Unplugged. Yeah, and I more do like to talk. Mark.
0: Yeah. And write long emails yeah. and letters. Yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to the Australian Migration Unplugged podcast brought to you by Migration Solutions. For more expert migration advice or assistance, head to www.migrationsolutions.com.au And remember, if you have any questions about Australian immigration, including visas, employer-sponsored migration, cancellations or appeals, talk to Migration Solutions today.